Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. As an industry, the legal profession is not famed for its rapid change. There are still practitioners who wear horsehair wigs and gowns in court, even though there is no obligation to do so anymore. But change is afoot. There are more judges on the way, which should speed up proceedings, and legal aid is set to be reformed, which should give more people access to the courts than is currently the case. Sarah Phelan is the chair of the Bar of Ireland and is a senior counsel. Good morning, Sarah. Morning, Joe. Thanks for coming in. Can we start with the recommendations from the OECD, no less, to create more judges in this country? Yes, that arises out of a Judicial Planning Working Group report and the Working Group was set up to look at the number of judges required for the next five years and beyond and they commissioned some OECD um, research arising out of which the OECD recommended that the number of judges would increase by around 26%. What that looks like in real numbers is 24 judges, new judges this year, 20 judges next year and then thereafter it depends on how that's working out. Now, that's great news for those uh, solicitors and barristers that will be asked to step up. Will it be across the, the, the courts, it would district, circuit, all that kind of thing? Absolutely. I think the only court that isn't getting new judges, to put it that way, is the Supreme Court. Well, I think there's a limit on that. Nine. Um, uh, what does it mean for the operation of the courts to get these dozens of new judges? It's going to mean that backlogs hopefully will be cleared Probably not eliminated. That would be utopia, I think. But <laughs> the you know we, there have been significant backlogs over the years, not only because of COVID. The law is becoming increasingly complex. Cases are getting longer. There are more litigants now than there used to be. The population is higher. Mm. So there, there there have been significant delays, and and it's envisaged that they will be cleared. Uh, so the application of the law is often seen as a little bit unfair or tilted towards those who have money. Will the um, uh, hiring of extra judges, will that tilt the balance a little bit back towards um, those who feel they can't get justice? Well, it depends on why one feels one can't get justice. So if money. access to the court, money. yes, access to the court is, 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 is an imperative. And one of the reforms that's underway at the moment is the Civil Legal Aid Scheme, a, re- a, re- a review of that. So that's clearly going to look at access to justice for those who can't afford to pay for their legal representation. Tell us more about that um, legal aid uh, reform. It's really important, Joe. Legal aid hasn't been looked at since it was established back in the nineteen, the late 1970s. And of course Ireland has changed a little bit since then. Our population's increased 35% since that time, so it's changed an awful lot. We're an awful lot, we're a hugely diverse society now compared to the late 19. 19- 1970s and we feel there are large large communities out there who don't even know what their legal rights are and of course if you don't know what your legal rights are you can't enforce them and the civil legal aid review is looking at unmet legal need as well as the legal need that is there that isn't being met by the system at the who, moment who decides who gets legal aid the legal aid board is is who one applies to for civil legal aid. Criminal legal aid is different, but I'm on the civil legal aid review group, mm-hmm. and th- that's what I'm talking about at the moment. And one applies because to the legal aid. The reason aid. I say that, Sarah, is because there is a perception that some people get legal aid who don't deserve it, and some people don't get legal aid who deserve it. Well, I think there's a discrepancy between the criminal legal aid system and the civil legal aid system. Mm. And I suppose we're not comparing like with like, really. I think it's fair to say that most people accused of um, crimes or criminal offences in this country do get legal aid 
And to be honest, Joe, those who get legal aid and giving legal aid means I think that the system can actually run more efficiently and the court hearings are more efficient. And I think that's really important in terms of backlog and getting through cases. Um, Now, uh, there have been complaints uh, that the Personal Injury Assessment Board recommendations are, are not being adhered to by some judges, despite an agreement with the judiciary, because a lot of people are worried about the premiums that they pay for insurance. It was hoped that by changing the book of quantum, which is what it's called, that uh, premiums would come down. But there are concerns from some people, especially those who watch the insurance industry, uh, that judges are ignoring PIAB, the Personal Injury Assessments Board, and paying out again big numbers. Well, I think what the judges have to look at at the moment, because the legislation has changed, the government, or sorry, the judges have to look at the personal injury guidelines. So they replaced the book of quantum about two years ago at this stage. Mm-hmm. And the court, the judges are actually directed, mandated to have regard to or to, to, to have regard to the personal injury guidelines. And they can only depart from them if they give a reason. Now, I have to say, Joe, in my practice, and I do personal injury law, amongst Mm -hmm. other practice areas, I don't see the judges departing from the personal injury guidelines at the moment. And when they are departing, they are giving a reason. And that's what the legislation directs them to do. So I, I, I don't see the difficulty there. At the moment. Okay, well, yeah, there are, there are some quarters who, who mm-hmm. worry about that. And the Bar Council is pressing for more fairness. Now, this is really interesting, I think, that solicitors are instructing more male barristers, even if there's more expertise among the female barristers. Well, I think the whole area of diversity is being looked at at the moment. And I suppose in different practice areas, um women may be predominantly instructed or men may be predominantly instructed. So it's practice area specific employment law or family law. There's a perception, at least, that women are instructed more than men. In commercial law and in criminal law, there's a perception that men are instructed more than women. So there's a drive to make it a little bit more transparent, a bit fairer, but there won't be any quotas yet. Well, solicitors will be ordered to have a certain number of female barristers. Oh, absolutely not. So what our equitable briefing policy is looking at is encouraging solicitors when they're instructing barristers that they would look outside their usual pool of barristers that they brief. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, they would also consider gender so that if they generally brief a man, they might consider briefing a woman or vice versa. And obviously, they're only ever expected to brief a barrister with the requisite skill, experience and seniority. Absolutely. Can I go back to the old fuzzy-duddy reputation that the law has? You came in here with your laptop and your mobile phone and that's it. That's your office. But you are very much an outlier, Sarah. Most of them still work with huge reams and wheelbarrows of, of paper. I suppose, Joe, we're all creatures of habit. And but you changed your habit. I did. Um, and, and I think I do see changes down at the courts. It, you know, pe- people are using electronic devices more. There is more digitalization. The court service modernization scheme, that's up and running now about two years. And that's looking at digitalization. It should be a paperless, shouldn't it? Ultimately, I think that would be the hope. But why can't you set a target? Why can't you say within the next five years, this will be a paperless court? I think it's not as easy as that, to be honest, Joe, because there are many players in the in the in the legal sphere. There are many players in the courtroom, and it is a it, it it's a process. I don't know how long that process will take. Well, we wish you best of luck, and you, you are you are an outlier, but we hope that you will be the leader in that an early adopter, as they say. Uh, Sarah Phelan, SC, is the chair of the Bar of Ireland. Thank you for coming in, Sarah. Thank you, Joe. Uh, ba- 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.